Hey y'all, it's your girl Vanessa. Thank you for tuning in to listen to what I have to say because you know I always got something to say. Um, Once again, I want to say thank you for tuning in to listen to what I have to say um, to my people who come back at all on all of my platforms just to hear me rant. I love you. I appreciate you. I can't believe you're not tired of this voice yet. Um, But yeah, I'm back. Y'all, um, I have not been on social media since March uh, 1st or since, I guess, um, the end of February. So February 28th, um, March, I decided that I wanted to do a fast for multiple reasons. And this is kind of what this um, this episode is about, just what I've learned so far in my fast. But um to start off, I wanted to do the fast um, because in April, um, I was supposed to have an audition and I just wanted a clear mind, a clear heart, just to have a deeper connection with God and put things away that I was giving a lot of attention to that weren't, um, that wasn't necessarily uh, connected with God or bringing him glory or anything like that. So I wanted to put those things away and social media was one of those biggies for me. Um, Every year I think I get better and I'm just like, oh, I'm not concerned with social media, but it's just such a big part of building a brand now. Like, you know, you got to be active. You got to talk to people. You got your numbers, your likes, your views, all that. And I was, I wouldn't say I would be, con- I was getting consumed, but it was just a, a worry point on my like, you know, things to worry about. <laughs> but um, so social media was one of those things that I wanted to get away from. So I haven't been on there. I don't know what's going on um, with all that stuff. And it's been very peaceful. Every time I do a social media fast, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's just, I have so much time to do so many other things. And when I come back, I think, okay, now I have a better, you know, game plan of how I'm not going to stay on social media for so long. And it never works. <laughs> so I think, you know, regular fast or just you know even if you do it for a week and I probably will start doing that um more often um just getting off social media for a week or a few days blah 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 and as you can see I don't post as much as I used to for those of you who are active followers um just because I want to minimize the amount of time I spend on social media um just for mental purposes spiritual purposes you know just to make sure I'm I'm still a human so that actual face-to-face connectivity is more important than through a phone um but yeah social media was one of those things that I fasted from I had some food things that I was fasting from as well those were kind of flippy floppy I have been doing a an excellent okay let me not say excellent but a really good job at staying away from dairy you guys transitioning to vegan is not going to be easy but this these baby steps have been helping so much I can't remember the last time I ate cheese um well I I I can I went to Florida and I I didn't plan this out um ahead of time but I went to Florida my my sister-in-law she made mac and cheese y'all I told that thing up it was good but it wasn't a lie it was a cute little bowl so I'm I'm happy about that part um but yeah, I've, I'm I've been fasting, y'all. Let me get to my point. I'm talking a lot. So social media, uh, transitioning to a vegan, um, that was part of my fast. So staying away from like cheese, which is my pretty much my own dairy, my, the only dairy that I really was having trouble with because um, I'm an almond milk um, obsessive person and I don't eat eggs. So and earth balance, um no soy the non-soy one the pink one oh my gosh so good so why would I ever need the other butter 
anyway yeah so that and then what else was I fasting from I'm I was trying to stay away from bread and that's still my goal I mean it's you know um I've had bread a few times throughout this fasting and just to get to my point um I was using fasting as a transactional thing with God and saying that Okay, God, so I'm going to give this stuff up. And then at the end of this fast, you're going to give me what I want. And the what I want was to make it into a program. And that was what my audition was for. But the gag is, (laughs) the gag is that my audition was canceled because of this coronavirus. And of course, for safety precautions, they didn't want, you know, all these girls traveling to New York to, um, to do this audition and, you know, blah, 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 which I understand. I completely respect it. But sis, your cutoff is at 27. I'm 25, about to turn 26. And by the time the next one comes around, I won't be able to audition. So, ooh, Jesus blocked this coronavirus, you know? But yeah, I was fasting in order to prepare my mind, my heart, my mind, my body, everything for this audition and just really you know above that just really making sure that I'm connecting with God and allowing him to tell me if this is something that I'm supposed to pursue if this is something oh that scared the crap out of me you know those wall plugins that spray every like 30 minutes oh my gosh (laughs) that somebody was coming to attack me but anyway yeah um I, I just want to make sure that every step that I'm making in my life um is God ordained like I'm being led and I'm not trying to lead myself so that was one of the biggies for me but I know that in the beginning it started off as a transactional thing where and I think a lot of us do this we say we're gonna fast because I need this so I'm fasting because I need a job um and at the end of this fast I'm I I believe God's gonna give me that job I'm gonna get that call I'm gonna get that interview blah 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 you know and I'm fasting because I need to pass the test I'm fasting because I need to do do, do, do. and I think we do that because so many people testify um, and give their testimony about during a Daniel fast or a, a whatever fast that they were doing either by themselves or um, with their church. At the end of it, it, something great came from it. And then people hear those stories, but they forget that there are stories that people were fasting and they didn't get what they asked for. Maybe they got something in a different package um, than what they were looking for, you know, so... I think that's kind of where my thought process was headed. Like, you know, well, all these amazing stories came from testimonies. Surely God will allow me to get into this program and do amazing at the audition, you know? And then it got canceled. And I was just like, okay, so there's my fast in here because that was really why I was doing the fasting. And I was just like, oh my gosh, girl, like what? This is not a transaction. You are not at Walmart. You're not pulling up to Burger King um, to, you know, get something because, you know, and so I had to catch myself and I was just like, overall, what do I want to get out of this experience? Of course, I would love it to love to get into the program, of course, definitely, But at the end of the day, what am I gaining after I do this fast? And let's say God said, okay, I'm going to let her get into this program. What is it that, what else am I getting? Like the next time I fast, is it going to be just because I want my house? I want to, I just want to get deeper with God. I want him to help me block out things, not just for certain periods of times, like when I'm fasting, but throughout my entire life, like I 
don't want to go to God only when I need something or to become the spiritual person or so deep in my word when I'm searching for something or I'm begging for something that I know only God can do and man has no power to do it. Um, So that is what the fast has become. And because it has become that, and I've put that in my mind that this is not a transaction. This is, this is a movement. This is connection. Now I don't see my slip ups like eating bread. And when I said I wasn't going to eat bread on this fast, I don't see my slip ups as I'm, I like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess failure. I don't see them as, oh, I failed. Like I can't even you know, keep this commitment to God. I see it more as a learning opportunity. So, you know, for example, I went to Florida and I knew I was going to Florida. I knew what I wanted to do, mm, excuse me, the fast. So maybe I need to do better at planning things out, you know, because I knew I was going to Florida and the exact dates I was going for a long time before I even thought of the fast. So planning things ahead of time, making game plans, you know, um, setting myself up for success instead of failure like you know I could have cashed out my brother some money and told him to go get me um certain food ahead of time so when my sis presented that lovely decadent velvety cheese of the mac I could have been like nah sis I got some veggie burgers that my brother had got for me because I had cashed out from earlier you know um and you know that's there for me so get that to the kids because my niece show did eat half of my plate out my hand. But I love you, Nana. Um, but, you know, just planning ahead, having a game plan. that That's something that was, you know, shown to me um, through this experience. Um, once again, another thing that was shown to me is that when I want something from God, it shouldn't be a transaction like, yo, God, if I'm going to block this out, if I'm going to sacrifice this, then you better give me this, that, and the third. No, that's not how that works. Just like you wouldn't go into a relationship. Well, I hope you wouldn't because I know some of y'all will. Y'all, I'm going to pray for y'all. But you wouldn't go to a relationship. And it's so funny. I was just having a conversation with a friend about this. But when you do something for somebody, your boyfriend and your girlfriend, and you expect something in return. No, you're doing something for someone because you love them. You care about them. Um, they're a priority in your life, you know? So if I'm just doing this for God, like, why do I expect him to do anything? He's already done enough. I already woke up this morning. I'm 25. You know how many people don't even make it to 18? They don't even make it to double digits. So, you know, he's already done enough. And so anything that I do for him, it's, it's free. Like God, here you go. That's free. You don't have to do nothing else for me because you pumped my heart this morning you breathe into my lungs you know everybody in my house woke up this morning praise God you know so I I I just that was a big thing for me like a realization like girl like this is not a transaction you doing it because God deserves it he's done more than enough for you he's taking you out of places where you should have been dead like right in that spot you know so that was my biggest takeaway and I'm I'm working on not making things with God a transaction. Uh I give you this and you should give me this. Like I should get this in return, period, because I did A, B, and C, you know? So um I I didn't think this was gonna be that long, but I I just really needed to get this off my chest. And this is this is more so of my diary and when you guys comment and listen, you guys tell me these cute things, but 
yeah, that's that's been my fasting um, so far this month. And I feel like it's been a month already. You know, when you're restricting yourself and really trying to stay committed and really trying to get something from this, you know, something substantial, something that's, you know, maybe not even tangible. Um, it's, it's a diff. it just feels like you've been in it for a while, you know? And, um, I'm, well, I guess this would be considered the halfway mark of the month. Um, so I got about two weeks left and I can't wait to see what I discover or, and what God really, uh, reveals to me at the end of this. But I just wanted to share that with y'all. One last thing, y'all, um, I've just been trying to get over certain things that have had a hold on me for a while. Um, you know, just mentally, spiritually, they're kind of draining. And, you know, I just for the life of me can't understand why it, it has a hold on me. And I don't think it's like it's not like a bad or anything. It's not an addiction or anything like that. Thank God. But it's just like, you know, when you make a mistake, I'm the type of person when I make a mistake when I've done something wrong and when I repent and I say, God, you know, I'm sorry and I stop doing whatever it is that I'm doing or stop hanging out with whoever I'm not supposed to be hanging around, you know, I can never forgive myself. And that's a serious issue. I cannot forgive myself. It keeps replaying in my head. Like, how could you be so stupid, girl? Like, how could you do that? Like, you know better. Like, you weren't raised like this. If your mom and your daddy knew, what would they say? Like, that's embarrassing. Like, you're a child of God. Like, you were raised in the church. Like, girl, you're not one of these street kids that don't know no better. You know better. So how, like, I can't believe you went that low. You know, just replaying things in my head. Like, girl, you should know better. You're 25. You've been in Jesus. <laughs> you know, like things like that. I just always have to re- remind myself, like, you know, this is just, um, you know, baby steps daily. I'm going to be tested, you know, as long as, and this is just speaking for myself, as long as I'm committed to making this thing work and by this thing I mean this relationship with God like being committed to God changing on a daily because it's not going to be an overnight thing where everything shifts and all of a sudden I don't want to um do a I don't want to do b I don't want to do c I forgive myself you know whatever it is that you're struggling you know overnight you're not gonna stop watching porn overnight you're not going to stop having sex outside of marriage overnight you're not going to stop doing drugs overnight you're not going to stop lying overnight you're not going to stop cheating whatever it is you know um so that's that has been my thing where I'm just like you know every day is a new day is a new chance a new opportunity to first thank God tell him look you know you're amazing you're wonderful waking me up I'm here in your presence and then asking him to use you I always tell God use me today give me an opportunity to be used by you um I don't know what that is sometimes it's just it may just be saying hello hello to someone who maybe had a really rough night and your smile probably brightened them up even if you don't think so maybe it did you never know so I always say God use me today um and then I'll also uh 
uh, a devotional I was uh, reading, or I'm still reading, uh, one of the parts, one of the days. Uh, well, first of all, the devotional is called Dangerous Prayers. And one of the prayers, um, it was saying when, uh, uh, what was it? Was it Solomon? Jesus. Let me help me remember. I just read this, but I think it was Solomon uh, or Joshua. Oh, crap. I think they both kind of had the same type of prayer. But basically, uh, it said, um, uh, search my heart, Lord. Take things that are not from you out and uh, use me, change me completely. And they said that was a dangerous prayer because think about it. You're telling God, change me. So the person that my friends, my crew, my squad, they're used to, change me I'm no longer going out I'm no longer going to the club I'm no longer throwing ones I'm no longer drinking I'm no longer staying up until 4 a.m watching pointless pointless things and doing pointless things I'm no longer going out to that bar but I'm in church on on a on a, a Friday night at Bible study, you know, on Sunday mornings, it's no longer brunch at that uh, hot Atlanta spot. It's church, you know, so it's Sunday service. So and when I think about that, I'm just like, how many people, how many people are you going to let go when you say that? How many people are going to fall off when you say that dangerous prayer because you're really telling God to change you so your actions are going to change the way you think is going to change the places you go are going to change the type of people you want to be around will change you know so I just that is a dangerous prayer because whether you recognize it or not God is going to start to change you in the smallest ways and um when I prayed that, I just, I was scared to say that prayer because I was just like, dang, man, like, who am I about to lose, you know? What's about to go on? I'm scared, but I just really want to um, make sure I'm living for God, you know? And dang, I'm about to be a 20 minutes, y'all. I can't believe I've been talking this long and y'all been listening. If you if you still hanging on, bless you. Yes. Thank you, boo. Thank you, bye. But yeah, y'all, like, what? So... That has been my fasting experience, you know, saying that prayer and really just wait, waiting for God to just shift that thing. I had some more stuff to say, but I think I'll save it for a different podcast because it just goes into a different season of my life that I want to enter. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what see. I don't know what I would entitle this season. If I think of it, I'll I'll come back and do another podcast episode for y'all. But yeah, that's just been my fasting. I'll definitely come back at the end of March to tell y'all what God revealed to me or what he's in the process of revealing because you know, just those little things in like two and a half weeks. Um, well, I think they're major things, but just those things already in the beginning of the if of the month I just feel like man God thank you for opening my eyes um because you know most of us we know better we just don't uh do better uh that's that's a word that's a word for somebody but yeah um yeah I'm done ranting I just want to once again thank you for listening to my podcast if you have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel definitely do so it's Vanessa's view V-A-H-N-E-S-A apostrophe S 
View, V-I-E-W, Vanessa's View. Yes, I'm Haitian. Yes, my mom and dad decided to spell my name differently. If you're Haitian, you say Vanisa. Somebody say it with me one one time. Ready? Vanisa. Vanisa. I have now ordained you Haitian if you are not Haitian and you are listening to my podcast. Okay? So, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. If you're fasting, if you're going through something, if you need some prayer, send them my way. Um, You can slide. Um, don't slide in my DMs because I'm not on social media. Um, Send me an email, vanessasview at gmail.com. V-A-H-N-E-S-A-S-V-I-E-W at gmail.com. Tell me you're from my podcast. You've been listening and tell me about your prayer requests. I'll pray for you. I'll even send a text to my pastor to pray for you too. Um, and yeah, that's it, you guys. I can't wait to tell you about this, y'all, this next episode, y'all. It's going to be a little juicy, a little tutti fruity in the booty. Eh. Okay. Yes. Um, love you. Thank you. Have an amazing Saturday night. Bye.